Hello, friends, and welcome back to Discovery Call. So today we're going to talk to Jennifer Furlong, and she is a communication skills trainer. And I am really excited for us to talk about how we can increase our communication skills to level up our leadership and all that we do. So without further ado, let's just get right to it and let's listen to our conversation with Jennifer. Welcome to Discovery Call Podcast, where we are all about connecting business owners with their next person to meet their outsourcing needs. Business owners, I know it can be hard to find that right person when you are ready to outsource your business. So come here, listen in a Discovery Call, get to know someone, and find your next person even faster. But service providers, this podcast is for you too. We get to cheer each other on, learn from each other, and honestly, grow our network even more. So everyone tune in because I know you are ready to finally level up your business and this is the place that will help you do so. So welcome to the podcast, Jennifer. Can you let our listeners know who you are, where you're from and what you do? Yes, yes. Well, first, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Um, I have a, uh, a background in communication, but uh, where I have been and where I am now, it's been kind of like this windy road with a lot of turns and twists. And initially, this wasn't the plan to be a, a business owner. I'm a small business owner right now. But at the very beginning, I... I first started out in the military. So um, I like to say this is kind of like phase three of my career path and that, you know, at the beginning I was in the military, I was in public affairs, I was introduced to the world of communication, you know, from a uh, journalism standpoint, and I was in community relations for a little while and just fell in love with the field itself, uh, being able to uh, make connections and meet people and just be of service in some way. That really was uh, what drew me to this field. So when I got out of the military, phase two began and I went back to school and, and got my bachelor's and my master's in communication. I was asked by one of my faculty members if I would teach a course in public speaking. I had no idea what the hell I was doing, but I was a poor grad student. And I was like, are you going to pay me? And he said, yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'll do it. So I just kind of jumped in and, and uh, fell in love with the classroom. And so that was kind of like phase two of, of my career. And, and I have since then been in the classroom for about 17 years now, uh, thanks to COVID in other issues, and I'm no different from anybody else, you know, in the age of COVID, there, I was not able to have my contract renewed with the university I was teaching at because of budget issues. So I decided, you know what, I've been doing this for a while, maybe it's time for phase three. So I'm going to be a small business owner. <laughs> Yet another thing, I had no idea what I was doing. So I just kind of jumped into it. Everything that I've learned over the past gosh, 30 years of being in, in the communication field has got me to this point. So that's really what I'm doing now. I'm, I'm owner of my own corporate communication skills training firm. And, and um, I've only been open for, uh, let's see, since March. So <laughs> a few months now, but it's actually going great. It's exciting. It's scary. It's new, but I'm absolutely loving it because I still get to do what I love. 
but just in a different capacity. So that's where I am now as a small business owner, teaching these communication skills to medium-sized businesses and, you know, uh, medium to large-sized organizations. Awesome. So you kind of went from the college student to, okay, post-college. Right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's apply it today, right now, to your business. Yeah, yeah. But I gotta tell you, I do miss my college students, though. I, you know, viewed them a lot, almost like my own children, and I really wanted them to do well. And I just really got a a lot of satisfaction out of seeing them learn and grow and and change and and just being a part of their journey. That was just a really great privilege to be able to do that. So yeah, it's a little different now, but still similar results in seeing someone that light bulb go off and see them understand how these skills can help improve, you know, their professional as well as their personal lives. So it's it's pretty cool to be able to do that. That is awesome. I love it. So what kind of problems do your clients have when they come to you? Like when, when do they are at the point where they're like, we need someone to help us with communication. What do you see happening? The clients that I have tend to understand that they have some pressing communication problems within the workforce. And a lot of times it's managers looking to get help in being able to provide more effective feedback, Or sometimes it's managers who just want to be able to improve their public speaking skills, you know, so that they can get their point across more clearly. But usually it's that management level where they are concerned about being able to be more effective, you know, in their role. And it really does make sense because a lot of people, you know, when they start moving up the ranks, right? And so if you start moving up the ladder, you could be the most talented worker in that organization because you know exactly what you're doing. You know, it could be the technical skills and that's what called attention to, uh, hey, let's give this person, you know, a, a raise. Let's kind of move them up. Maybe we can, you know, get them up into a management position. But unfortunately, a lot of organizations, okay, I'm going to promote you to this position, but we're not going to give you any of these, you know, the the training that you need in order to be successful in that position, because it takes a completely different skill set, you know, to to move into the management ranks, because now you're not so much dealing with maybe uh, technical aspects and all that. Now you're dealing with people, right? (laughs) And the whole host of issues that come with managing people. So that's that's the number one thing. The number one concern is, is how do we make sure that we can improve communication, you know, across the organization so that everyone is satisfied in the workplace and, you know, that they want to build a more positive type of culture, you know, in, in the organization. So that's what I come in and, and try to help them do. I think a lot of times people think communication is all about your personality, right? Some people are good at communicating, some are not, but you're kind of saying, no, this is a skill. You can learn how to communicate it. Your personality will have something to do with part of it. I am sure. Oh yeah. How could you do this effectively? I like yeah, that. Absolutely. I mean, everybody has a basic natural communication style, you know, that, that, that realm that we operate in that we're really comfortable with, but that doesn't mean that we can't adapt our communication styles to different situations and different people. So it really um, is a skill just like any other skill that you have to learn how to develop and be able to adapt, you know, uh, and, and 
it is able to be done. A lot of people think, oh, well, I'm just not good at communication. And um, you may think that right now, but it's just, you know, once we kind of figure out what your style is and, and how we can adapt that style to different scenarios, then, you know, it becomes easier in, in the long run to be able to do that. And so I really picture just anyone who's like rising up in business and they are rising up to a new leadership role, mm-hmm. or maybe they want to prepare themselves to be a leader and they kind of see that happening, mm-hmm. that they would really benefit from working with you. Do you work one-on-one or do you do group settings or do you do it all? I primarily have been focusing on group settings. I have worked one-on-one, but right now I'm going into organizations. You know, um, I have a client in Florida right now that I go and see every every few weeks or so because their organization has, they're experiencing a lot of change within the organization, which of course, naturally, People don't like change, right? You know, we're uncomfortable with, you know, the unknown. So uh, I'm going in there and, and helping. I'm, I'm working with management, uh, but I'm also working with the leadership team uh, in helping them prepare a strategic communication plan. So there's different levels, you know, that that I can typically work in, but I get my biggest joy out of going in and working with groups and teams and helping them improve their, their uh, teamwork and, you know, uh, relationships and just uh, that aspect of it is, is uh, what I enjoy, you know, the most. And so a lot of it, would you say you focus on communication within the company? That's right. Um, All about the internal communication. When I was first starting out in the field, you know, my focus was in public relations. And so it was more of that external communication. And then I realized a long, long time ago that my heart was not into being a spin doctor, right? You know, that's just not, that's not where I I wanted to be. I could do the job, but I just wasn't happy. I really just enjoy building the relationship aspect of it and helping others in the organization You know, so truly it's all about creating that sense of community and creating that, you know, team within the organization that can have a huge impact on how effective the organization, you know, the bottom line is. I've always said, I always believe that your employees are the most important asset that any organization has. I don't care how large or how small that organization is. So yeah, absolutely. I I stick with the internal communication aspect of it. Let the spin doctors, you know, take care of the external stuff. (laughs) I love it. That is good. That is so good. And I think too, anytime a company goes through transition, what the employees comment on the most would be the lack of, of communication or the quality of the communications happening. And I have seen that time and time again, where they're either like, wow, they're doing such a good job communicating. I feel so confident in going forward. Or they're like, we don't know what's happening. (laughs) So I think that's so important. That is awesome. So what would you say uh, for those who are, listening in and they suspect they could definitely work on parts of their communication. Like there's just some things that they are seeing going awry. What would be an advice that you would give to someone listening in that they could maybe work on applying today in their communication? I, I think that right there is a great start to that is asking the question, okay, in this particular scenario, the environment that we're in right now, what are some things that I can do in order to have a more positive impact on what's happening. 
because uh, I think that is a critical piece that a lot of times is missing in communication training. You know, a lot of people will say, well, I just want to be more influential and I want to make sure that I'm heard and I want to make sure that everybody understands what I want to say, you know, and it's all about me, 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 right? And the thing is, is you are right to an extent to focus on you, but I think the the more impact that you can have is understanding that once I understand how to effectively communicate and, and learn the different skills that I need to learn to be effective, I can then impact change in a positive way. That's a powerful tool, you know, to be able to be empowered in that way, to understand that, all right, we're in a, a, a pretty iffy situation right here and people are getting upset. You know, we're, we're in this meeting and obviously temperature is starting to raise, you know, and, and emotions are starting to go off. What can I do in this moment to kind of help uh, impact this situation? So that's the great, you know, first thing right there is understanding that we do have the power to be able to influence others around us. The second thing that I would recommend is the number one communication skill to develop, to prepare you for those times, would be to develop the listening skills. Whether you're in the workplace or out of the workplace, I mean, let's face it, even we're at home, right? <laughs> you know, let's say somebody's upset, you know, uh, people, when they get frustrated or they get upset about something, you know, they're angry about something, we express those feelings in different ways, right? Some people may internalize them and so they'll go quiet, right? And they'll give you the silent treatment. You know, others uh, may explode, right? <laughs> others may become, you know, like super direct and maybe even aggressive in their communication. But regardless of how they are communicating and expressing their frustration and their anger, you know, if we can learn to just commit to be in the present and really focus and listen to what they're saying. So that requires us to really um, try to understand the, understand the underlying issues, what's the underlying message that they're trying to, you know, get across to us. So we have to not only listen to what they're saying, but pay attention to the cues, right? We've got the the nonverbal cues to pay attention to, because that really is going to give us a better understanding so that we could not only acknowledge their feelings and how their feelings are probably impacting how they're communicating, um, but it gives us a second to acknowledge, mentally acknowledge our feelings, right? Because how we are feeling about something is definitely going to have an impact on how we perceive that communications that that's coming at us. So be present, be in the moment, listen and pay attention to the cues, you know, acknowledge the, the feelings and the emotions that are happening at the moment and make sure to ask questions, you know, to clarify because we're making assumptions about, you know, that other person. So make sure that we ask uh, questions to clarify and, and give them the time and the space to be able to answer, you know, those questions. So it requires us to be a little comfortable with silence, maybe at times, you know, to give them that space and, you know, not to interrupt them. And, and you know, remember that the bottom line is the goal is to just understand, you know, let me try to understand where this person is coming from. I, I think in, in any type of a situation where someone is recognizing that maybe it's going downhill a little bit, that's where they need to stop and really focus in on that, you know, that mindful type of listening that, that uh, really helps in those situations. I even heard too, that when you are listening, don't think about 
the response you want to say. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, are you really listening? Or are you just waiting for your turn to talk? Because exactly. that's, yeah, yeah. It's a huge. And when I heard that, I caught myself doing that all the time. I'd be in conversation and I'm just like thinking, I just want to say this next. And I'm just going to wait till you're done. And <laughs> I'm not really listening at all. Yeah. And you know what? And, it, and, and it's to no fault of your own. I mean, the human animal is a terrible listener. We really are. And the funny thing is there was a uh, professor of, of rhetoric. He was out of the University of, of uh, Minnesota. And um, his name was Ralph Nichols. And many, many years ago, he did a study where he wanted to really see how bad does our listening skills get the older we get. So he uh, hooked up with the local school system in Minneapolis and they, you know, did this study. And basically the teachers right in the middle of teaching their class something, they would just stop and say, okay, so what did you hear? You know, what do you think about that? Or, you know, what are we learning? What are we talking about right now? And so the first and the second graders got over 90% accuracy of what they were listening to, which is, you would think it would be less than that, but no, like over 90%. They moved up into the middle school area. It went down to like 40 something percent accuracy. And the high schoolers, it went to like 28% accuracy. So (laughs) it's like the older we get, the worse we are at the skills. So So we we enter this business world just automatically doomed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I mean, it is a challenge. It's such a challenge. So that listening skill, just like, you know, I said earlier with communication being a skill, um, listening is a very specific skill that it too requires uh, practice. Yeah. to, To get good at it. So. I like the fact that you also mentioned get comfortable with being quiet, having gaps where you're not really talking and you're just letting them think maybe for their next next answer. So I really like that you said that. Yeah, absolutely. So what are you learning right now? Oh man, Um, you know, with being a new business owner myself and getting into this area that I have no idea what is going on. You know, no one in my family has ever owned a small business. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I have some acquaintances, but uh, this is new territory for me. So I am just like a sponge right now, just trying to soak in uh, as much as I can from others, you know, who are, who are business owners. So I'm doing a lot of reading, uh, attend a lot of uh, webinars, you know, the small business administration, you know, I don't know if you know about the SCORE program. Um, I've heard a, before. Yeah. Oh man, it's such a great program and the mentors that they have are just amazing. So, you know, right now I've just been a sponge just trying to learn about what are some things that, you know, I need to do because I don't even know enough right now to know really what kind of questions to ask. So, you know, just learning the basics of what do I need to know about being a small business owner and what am I getting myself into? And, and so the recommendations from SCORE and the mentors and and um, listening to podcasts like yours, you know, I listened to um, a, a couple of your episodes and I was like, man, that was so helpful. Okay, I'm writing notes, you know, so because. yeah, yeah. So really just branching out and in, in learning about this small business arena that is so new to me. So that's kind of, that's taking up a lot of time right now. With, with, I hear you. I, yeah. I joke with my husband. I say, I know why people don't start their own business now. Like not saying that I regret it at all, but 
it is, um, it, you jump into the deep end and you kind of, you think you're swimming and sometimes you're not sure if you're swimming and you you make it somehow. (laughs) So I feel you. I totally hear you. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot harder than some people make it look so easy, (laughs) you know? So when you think, oh yeah, I'm just going to open up a business. I mean, there's so much, you're right, that we have no idea what, what it takes, but don't regret it. You know, I absolutely love it. You know, being in charge of the scary part is um, it's sink or swim, right? So whether this is successful or not, it's all on me, right? You can't blame your employees back there. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So that's the scary, but the exciting thing at the same time. Yes. You're always growing. And it's very, it's definitely exhilarating in its own way for sure. And I feel like you also find out some things that you're really good at that you maybe never thought so, or something you enjoy about it that, all right. And then you also find out what you don't like (laughs) pretty fast too. I big time. I was talking with another colleague, you know, through zoom the other day. And I realized that I'm, I'm not really a salesman. You know, I don't like the marketing aspect of it, which you would think as a small business owner, you need to get comfortable in that space. Right. You know, I'm into relationship building. I like this part of it, you know, like this one-on-one conversation we're having. I absolutely love this. So it's the kind of putting yourself out there mentality of, you know, uh, becoming that salesman, the marketing aspect that I I really am. I'm I'm not very good at that (laughs) That part of it. I'm finding, I just want somebody else to do that. (laughs) I struggle with it too. I I think about it so much of all the things I should be doing marketing wise for my own self. And it's just, it's a consumes my brain. I'm like, oh, so yeah. I hear you. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, Jennifer, I'm just envisioning um, some listeners listening in and they're thinking, I know somebody who could definitely use your help or I need your help. Um, so where can they find you right now? Number one, I would be more than happy to help. So um, if you go to my website, it's www.communication247.com. And on the website, I actually even have a a link under the coaching tab where I give a free 30-minute consultation. So we can just kind of get on the phone or we can Zoom like this and just have a conversation for half an hour to see, you know, uh, what's happening, what's going on. So that's one way to contact me is through the website. I'm also on LinkedIn. So look up Jennifer Furlong on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter. Um, my handle is at speech teach 912. So that's just going way back to being a, you know, a public speaking professor back there. So social media, you know, I'm, I'm out there as well. Um, or they could shoot me an email if they want to at info at communication 247.com. So several ways to, to get in touch. And I would be more than happy to see how I could be of service. Awesome. I hope some people find you and they can um, be just blessed with the work that you do and communicate better because my goodness, I feel like that is such a need right now. I think it always was a need, but there's certain seasons you're like, all right, we can all take some coaching from Jennifer right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Take a step back, deep breath, you know? Yes. Awesome. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Well, I just loved having Jennifer on the podcast today. And I am just thinking of all the people that maybe 
you recently have stepped up into a new leadership position and you just know that you need to really work out that skill set in your communication or you know somebody who has just stepped up into some new levels of leadership in their work and their business or maybe you have employees that you are know that you're going to be leveling up to a new level. I know that Jennifer would be an excellent, excellent person to come alongside and help develop those skill sets that we need to communicate effectively because everybody wins when we communicate well. So I hope that you reach out to Jennifer. I know she's active on LinkedIn. She also has a podcast as well. I do not believe we mentioned that in this episode where she really gives these great tips and tricks. And I would encourage you to find her and to subscribe to her podcast as well. All right, everyone. Once again, it is your friendly podcast manager reminding you that podcasts are awesome. (laughs) And if you want to start your own, I am your person to talk to. But also if you need help managing yours, I would love to get together and just talk. But without further ado, I want to encourage you all to do what you do. So share this with your network and give this a nice five-star review that will help with the algorithms. And let's get the word out that we are here to support these fellow service providers and really connect business owners with someone that's going to help level up their business. All right. So that's what we're here. And I will see you next week on another Discovery Call.